0: folks, to another edition of Desperately Seeking Entertainment. I am your host, Chris Peterson. Joined with me, as always, is Mr. Ben Frawley. How are you, sir?
1: What's up, Chris? What's up, people around the internet listening to podcasts? My name is Ben Frawley. Hope you like entertainment. Hope you like to be entertained, because we got that in spades on this podcast.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And, And, folks, if this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, what Ben and I like to do is basically bring to the table... The things that entertained us, interested us, uh, piqued our interest, if you will, over the past week, bring it to the pod, talk about it. But I have no idea what Ben has been doing for the past week. And he's got no idea what I've been up to either. So everything you're hearing is spontaneous. It's it's genuine. Nothing's preplanned, um, which makes for an exciting conversation. It's like you're the third person in the room and we're just all hanging out. So Ben, in a break of tradition, I'm going to kick it off this week. I usually throw it to you
1: first. Kick it off, buddy. But I'm going to kick, kick it, off. it
0: off and I'm going to give you room to cook. Okay, because All right. this, I think you're going to be sensitive to this. So let me explore
1: the explore the studio space.
0: We're going to ex- explore the space um, and really get in touch with your emotions today.
1: That gene, really explore the studio space. I'm cowboy. cowbell.
0: <laughs> um, today, we're recording this on February 1st. Uh, mm-hmm. Today, the news broke that the GOAT, Tom Brady, uh, is officially retiring. Uh, he announced it on his Instagram uh, and then all of his social media, ending uh, a week's worth of speculation of whether or not he would come back uh, for a final season. Uh, 22nd, I think it would have been his 22nd yep. season. Yep. Uh, but he's at, He's like, mean, you know I'm done. Um, called it a career. And thus ends, um, well, let's, I mean, it, there's no debate. It's probably the greatest Professional sports career of A, my lifetime, B, modern Whoa. sports, period. Wow. Um, you know, uh, team, say, I, I, you know, if, if we're judging all time history of professional sport, uh, I, I would say he's probably the, the second greatest team sport athlete, professional athlete of all time behind Bill Russell.
1: Um, would, yeah, Celtics. I was going to say Celtics in that dynasty.
0: Yeah. Probably, I mean,
1: yeah. 11 yeah, titles in 13
0: like, years. Come yeah. on <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, seven Super Bowls, um, you know, in modern day, uh, sports, I mean, it's just unfathomable. So, uh, here's full, disc- full disclosure for our audience I'm a Jets fan,
1: right? Um, I, that's why I'm shocked. Here, I'm sitting here shocked. <laughs> I,
0: I, I hate Tom Brady with every fiber of my being, um. Even if I wasn't a Jets fan, I'd probably still hate him with every fi- fiber of my being. Oh, yeah. Lots of haters
1: up here in central New York. Lots of lots haters. Lots of haters. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Because um, of his greatness. I mean, that's there are there's a handful of athletes out there, either from their greatness or their um, perfection personalities, where it's like, this person is just perfect. Um, I hate them. Uh, I respect them, but I hate them. Uh, Derek Tudor is another one. Um, so they don't come around often. Um, but Brady was kind of at the number one on my list. So uh, Ben, you're a Patriots fan. Yes. This is, this is your guy or was your guy. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to just give you the floor. Thoughts on Tom Brady.
1: Okay. Um, so Chris, I'm just, so well, just quick follow-up. Um, now that he's retired, has it, has it kind of softened the, your hate of him? (laughs)
0: You know what? No, because I'll tell you what. In, his, in, in in his retirement announcement on Instagram. Now, granted, he didn't do like a like a film, with, like Ben Roethlisberger did, which you didn't really expect him to do that, like a very branded highlight right. reel film. Uh, it was just a, a statement on 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 his Instagram. But in very Tom Brady, you know, Brady's gonna Brady. Um, he mentions all of his businesses. <laughs> <laughs> In like, <laughs> and their hashtag and their like their tweet addresses and he's like, oh, I'm gonna be very busy with at TB12 and at something fitness and at I was like, oh my god, stop, stop, just just announce you're retiring and, and get off the stage and go and just do your thing. Uh, uh. Um, so yeah, I, I hate him even more, and I also hate him because you know he's he's gonna be there again. There's very few athletes out there that transcend their sport into pop culture where they can retire from this sport and go on to even greater things in society. Right. Um, Jordan did it. Uh, you know, Peyton Manning has done it. Uh-huh. Um, Brady's going to do it and Brady's going to do it at a level that's going to be sickening. And so it's like, I'm done with him on the football field, but I'm Brady's still going to be very much part of my life going forward. Oh yeah. In a number of ways. Uh, that I'm just going to, it's going to drive you crazy. So this the hatred is not softened. I'm right. just glad he's not playing against the Jets anymore.
1: Okay, there you go. All right. Well, so my thoughts on Tom Brady, uh, we started off really positive. So I was shy. <laughs> I'm kind of went down, but let me bring it back to the positive. So Chris, I don't remember. I, well, I don't know if you remember. I think you do. You were with me. I think my senior year of college mm-hmm. um, and it was post nine 11 and drew Bledsoe was the quarterback of the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And to this point, I wasn't a big football fan. like to be honest, my my family liked the Patriots, but you know, I was a theater guy movie guy kind of thing. you know what I mean right, I, right. Um, right. And I remember there was a shift, and even before Tom Brady went in, I remember going like either I, was my roommate one of my roommates in the in the cottage. We're like, we're going to start watching some football and stuff. And I, I swear, like a couple of them were Patriots fans at this point. I think Rob was actually.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I was like, all right, we'll watch the Patriots. It makes sense. You know, everyone's feeling patriotic in sports. And it was, and when Brady went in and won it all, it's, I still don't believe it. I still don't believe that. Cause you had Kurt Warner on the other side of the ball, just going nuts. And he was just like this, like crazy story. You thought they were going to re, you know, repeat the super bowl again, <laughs> And then he wins, and it's just this crazy story, crazy narrative. And I don't think they went again for a couple years. So you're just like, oh, that was cool. That's a cool story that a rookie did that. You know, Rock Mm -hmm. and roll. Let's get out of here. Probably never hear about him again. And they just – I remember I was living in Syracuse when all the snowballs happened between Brady and Peyton Manning. And for me, Chris, even more so than some of the Super Bowls, those games are probably some of the greatest NFL games known to man. Just Mm -hmm. you're Mm -hmm. talking like, and I think I've been watching a little that in now, speaking of Brady being full of himself and self-promoting Chris, have you seen any of those men in the arena?
0: Oh God, I watched them all. Yeah. Oh, you did.
1: I was sitting there. I was like, I'm a Patriots fan. And man, this is like, this got to chill out. I mean, (laughs) I mean, it's fascinating. You get like interviews with like brewski and all these other guys. And it's like really cool. But like, Man, as a Jets fan, this must—that must have been killer watching those
0: things. Well, I mean, we were hardly mentioned because we didn't matter. We, I mean, we we really didn't <laughs> matter um, for much of, like, with the exception of two thousand nine and two thousand ten, when we actually beat the Patriots in Foxborough. Right.
1: In, in Is that playoffs, Sanchez? Is that Sanchez? That was, Sanchez, Sanchez. That was yeah. the
0: that was the Bart Scott can't wait game. Right. Um, yep. Other than that, I mean, we were irrelevant, and uh, so I'm glad I, I was actually. I was dreading like an episode with where it was like Sanchez and you know, <laughs> like Laura Malloy and Mark Sanchez. and um, So that was really good. Uh, I think they showed, I think they showed the butt fumble once. In a oh, highlight.
1: you got it. I mean, you got to show that. I think it
0: was against the Patriots.
1: And <laughs> I think it um, was, I think it was. Actually. And
0: it was, it was a highlight. I think of Win- Vince Wolfer pushing the center back. Into oh. Sanchez.
1: So, Will Fork is just a beast.
0: Oh, he was a beast then. So, but yeah, you're right. It was, I mean, I was expecting like the last dance type of thing to really make it more yeah. about the team. Um, but I mean, the Patriots get a Patriot. They're, they're such a secretive organization that you're not going to get a, a last dance type of
1: No, you're not going to get Patriot. like. Michael Jordan smoking cigars, playing shooting dice with like the security guards footage. Right.
0: (laughs) I mean, that was, that was basically as, as much as you were going to get out of them in terms of footage and things like that. So I enjoyed that. Um, I, I did like the, the people that he brought on.
1: Right. That was the most fascinating thing. You're like, Oh my God, these guys are all, you know, NFL hall of famers and they're just awesome. Like just seeing their faces again. I'm like, Oh my, I mean, half of them are announcers on ESPN, but like right. some of the people that they brought back, I was like, Oh man, I love that guy. It's like,
0: well, most of them look like they could still play. I mean, I Willie McGinnis looks like he could put pads on right now. Willie McGinnis was the and...
1: one I was like, man, get him out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, So no, yeah, Chris, I yeah. mean, Chris, there's just so many moments you know um and you know coming up for my next topic we're, we we're going to talk about more sports in this pod. I think this is going to be a very sports centric pod. <laughs> um there's certain careers that have moments. Mm-hmm. And they say when you're going into the hall of fame it's about these little moments. You know, it could you know it's about your stats. Brady has them all. Brady has stats and these moments. Yep. Mm-hmm. He has these crazy down 28 to 3 wins. But then he also and he has the snowballs against Peyton Manning. He's got like You know, like the crazy overtime win in Foxborough against Peyton. He's got, um, you know, three years ago when he played the Chiefs and the crazy overtime win against Patrick Mahomes, um, the win in Tampa Bay, all of these kind of crazy moments that will, when you think of football, it's hard not to think of one of those things. Like if someone were to come to you and say like, what's your top 10 best football games of all time? Brady's going to be in there. He's going to be in there. I don't care what team you root for unless you're like a hardcore, this is my only team. I just watch them. But I mean, it's hard to miss him in the past 22 years. So for that, Chris, yes. I mean, this is definitely, um, kind of like a bittersweet day because, you know, you get a sense that you probably could do it for a couple more years. The guy threw like 4,300 yards and like 30 something touchdowns. I mean, 36 touchdowns this year. I mean, he was pretty awesome. Um, Bill Simmons was speculating maybe that he's going to the San Francisco 49ers for a year because his parents live there, but I don't think that's happening. Um, but I think it's bittersweet because, you know, here comes the legend of the game, but then NFL, unlike M- MLB, has a salary cap. And, you know, we're looking at the teams in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl. We have some parity in the NFL, and anyone can make it now. And it's kind of awesome. It's not Brady all the time. And now it's Scott, we have a cap where the freaking Bengals can make it to the Super Bowl. It's kind of awesome. So, Chris, you know, shout out to Brady. Shout out to everything. You know, thanks for entertaining us all these years. Thanks for winning me some fantasy football all these years. <laughs> I think that was my secret weapon because anyone up here I was in a league with, they're like, Oh, freaking Patriots fan, you're gonna draft Brady and Gronk. I was like, Hell yes, I am, and I always win every year. <laughs> so uh yeah, and since he's left and since Gronk is like, I I haven't won one. So there you go. <laughs>
0: there you go. There you go. Yeah, no, it that. Thus closes the book on a, you know, I just got to be honest. I mean, it, it's, it's nice to be alive when the greatest player of their position played, you got to watch them play the sport. You got to watch their entire career from start to finish. Um, that's kind of cool. Uh, you can't, you can't say that for basketball necessarily. You can't, for some people, you can't say that for hockey or baseball in some cases, but for football, right? Uh, we got to see the very best. So um, happy trails, Tom Brady. Good luck to happy trails everything yeah. else but um yeah i'm I'm ready as a jets fan i'm ready for for what's next so um <laughs> all right my friend what do you got for this week you said you got sports as well so yeah take it away
1: oh i got a lot of sports coming up so let's let's stick with football um okay. so okay. chris we're our entertainment podcast all yes. right and mm-hmm. we're not usually super sports i think last week we we did a couple sports things but we didn't do it so it, it's okay we're gonna do a lot of sports mm-hmm. this week mm-hmm. um because i got a lot of sports topics so speaking of parody Last week and this week were probably the two best weeks of playoff football that I can remember in recent years, probably in the last 10 years.
0: Um,
1: Last week, we had the Bills playing the Chiefs. We had – every single game was decided by at least a field goal or overtime. (laughs) Then this week was no different. Um, The only, I quote, boring game was – The Rams game, but it was still tied with like two minutes to go. I mean, (laughs) it was so freaking close. Um, Like, quote unquote, that was the boring game, but it was still super close, super crazy. Uh, All the teams look great. Uh, We have a Super Bowl with the Rams, who were there a couple of years ago, but haven't won. And then we have the Bengals, who have been to the Super Bowl three times in their whole team's history, but have never won. Um, My money is on the Bengals. I... I saw some things in the Rams this week that were some big mistakes. They kind of looked to sleep a couple times. Mm-hmm. I think that the 49ers kind of gave them that game a couple times, even though the 49ers were no slouch either. There were some sketchy times. I was like, man, if I'm a Rams fan, they're kind of sketching me out right here without Cooper cup, without Cooper cup, they scare the hell out of me. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, that being said, he's the best player in all of NFL this year. Um, the guy just tears off 30 yards at a piece. Um,
0: Ridiculous. Yeah.
1: But I, This Joe Burrow kid. Now, first of all, Joe Burrow dresses like Scarface, like Tony Montana. (laughs) He's got the silver chain. I don't know if it's a switchblade at the end of it. I don't know what's going on. And he's got a fur coat going into the press conference. I don't know what is the kid's 22. He looks fabulous. Um, (laughs) It just looks great. We got some personalities on the field. Chris, what's your prediction for the Super Bowl coming up?
0: Well, if you're a Bengals fan, I mean, thank God the 49ers didn't win that game because you'd be facing the 49ers in your third Super Bowl and you would have lost you know, you're 0, you're 0-2 against the 49ers already. Um to, to only face them again. That would have been hilarious, by the way. Um, you know, you're talking about a team that that's never won a Super Bowl and every time they've lost a Super Bowl, it's always been to the 49ers. Um no, I didn't know it, that.
1: I didn't yeah, know that. That's crazy.
0: It's crazy. Um I I think it's gonna be a very interesting game because um you've got you've got two teams with decent defenses yep. decent not great but decent um and you know you have one player that on, on the cincinnati side you can make the argument this team is like two years away from this i mean they're they're here mm-hmm. ridiculously early um and you just hope that they're yep. not peaking too soon um i don't think they are but you know there, there's always I don't that i so either but with the Rams it's like they had to be here. It, it was with what they did in free agency. The fact that they don't have, I don't think they have a first round draft pick for like the next two years. I think that, you know, I, I don't think, yeah, I think they traded away all their number one draft. picks. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Um, yes, they Their salary cap is going to be a mess next year, the year after. So they had to, they have to win one or like right this second or it's a bust. And so they did their, they did their job. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting game. I was not rooting for either team to get here. Um I really I wanted a Kansas City or a Green Bay or a San Francisco Super Bowl. It's, I I I can't stand Los Angeles fans and that's probably cuz I'm a Boston guy. Um Right. Like anything LA, I'm just like Ugh, whatever. Like they don't even care. They're like whatever. Oh, oh, the Super Bowl? Oh, I guess, you know, is that is is that is that happening this weekend here? Cool, I guess. You know, like <laughs> um they said that like The problem with SoFi Stadium is, like, during the game, there's just constant noise because everybody's just chatting. And, like, you know, they're there to socialize. They're not there to watch a football game. They're there to just, like, drink, like, Fr- Frozes. and like is that what happened? Is seen. that what happened
1: during the San Francisco Rams game it was loud each each way. I was like, what it was is loud, going on? <laughs>
0: but like they were just talk- they were just chatting. They were just, didn't they were the
1: just- Rams have to blow a timeout in their own stadium
0: <laughs> their own time. first of all, it's it's embarrassing that there was a, such a sea of red in that <laughs> stadium. like sh- like that that you can you can say what you want about Jets fans. You can say what you want about Patriots fans. We right. would never allow that in our stadium. No. If that was the, if if either team was hosting the AFC championship, that would never happen. Um, We would, we would. How about, how about
1: uh, about the bills bills? There'd be a riot. I think they would like nuke the stadium. If there was like 50% of another team in there.
0: Oh my God. Especially that stadium too. (laughs) You drop a giant beer
1: pong table on it.
0: (laughs) Same thing with the Steelers. I mean, pick a, pick a franchise. That's not in LA and like, yeah. You know, it's it it's a joke. Like you know, the Lakers fans are a joke. Dodgers fans are a joke. Um, so again, it's just like I hate anything anything good happens to LA sports franchises. I'm just always like, whatever. They don't care. I don't care. But um, so I, I am going to be actively rooting for the Bengals. Uh, I like Joe Burrow. I think his kid's got a hell of a future. The fact that he's in year two uh, yeah. is ridiculous. And most of his weapons on his team are in years one, two, and three, I think they're his oldest receiver, Tyler Boyd, I think is like 24. So it's like, they're going to be, as long as they, they, they do things right contractually, they're going to be fine for the next decade. And, and furthermore, I mean, the AFC is just stacked with quarterbacks. Yeah, Like it is, I looked at, I looked at the list the other day and I'm not even including guys like Baker Mayfield in it. And you've got legit like seven guys in that conference that, easily could lead their team to the championship every single year. And in the NFC, it's like, I mean, after Brady and, and Rogers retire, Dak Prescott's your best quarterback, Kyler Murray, who had a terrible year oof, this year. Oof. <laughs> like, um, that hurts. <laughs> yeah. I mean Russell Wilson was on the downslope of his career. Like
1: uh, definitely. Yeah.
0: Again, so it's it's this is going to be a really interesting game, but the AFC is just it's it's going to, I think it's going to dominate for the next, you know, at least in the next decade
1: and Let's I see. always and maybe it's just because of our teams but I always root for the AFC going into the Super Bowl too I mm-hmm. just like if the Patriots aren't there I always just go for the AFC
0: now Ben the, the interesting thing is this is the second straight year that one of the teams is hosting the Super Bowl like this is in their home stadium like this is
1: and that's never happened before before last <laughs> year
0: <laughs> you now it's happened back to back years and next year it's in Arizona um oh, Kyle so Cardinals yeah. um and then the year after that it's it's the one Super Bowl that I am actually going to make it my mission to be at because it's going to be in Vegas. Um, oh. So, yeah, like I want to. I don't. I don't need to be at the game. Actually, you no. know what? I don't even want to be at the game. No, I want to be at the game. I no, want to c- be in the city. I want to be in a sports book.
1: Let's go to in- the Let's go to the El Cortez sports book. You and me. We'll stay there. We'll play some fifty cent craps. <laughs> El Cortez with the pink, the pink fifty cent chips of the El Cortez. I got my dad one of those. Oh, I think I got one right here. It's awesome. <laughs>
0: like i'm making it my mission we'll 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 go out there we'll talk we'll We'll talk we'll be on media row we'll be part of the media row we'll do all the interviews out there it'll be great
1: (laughs) awesome i like that we're with a theater a theater blog we're here for the super bowl (laughs) uh
0: how about you what are you what are you looking forward to for the game
1: for the game uh i'm with you man i i just want to see the kid win one i want to see the i always root for like the underdog Um, so you know, I want to see the Bengals win one, man. It's gonna be exciting. I got the Bengals, um, they're the underdogs, so I got them three and a half. Nice, and I got the over at was that 49? 49. So nice. There you go. That's my pick.
0: Now, I will say I I you know there's multiple reasons. I mean, I want the Cincinnati Bengals to win. A, they've never won one. Um, B, that city sucks. Right. Oh, it's
1: terrible. Terrible. It's awful.
0: I've been there, it's awful. Um, it's carved into the mountain, but in a bad way. So it's like bad Minas Tirith from Lord of the Rings. Um, and uh, it's like Minas Tirith after the battle in Return of the King, where it's like,
1: oh, okay, like this is oh, oh, with all like the bodies and the soil <laughs> yeah, and stuff.
0: It's, it's not a good place. It's not a. It's not so a it's, great like,
1: um, it's like it's uh, like nineteen. Let's go nineteen ninety five, Kensington, Connecticut. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I Almost was let the there. last factory it's closed down i was I was out there like as the things
0: are starting to open up again, and um, like you're just walking downtown and it's empty, like there's yeah. no one there, and you're just like, this place sucks, and there's nothing to do. I mean. <laughs> Like when Joe Burrow early in the season said like, yeah, I got really nothing else to do in Cincinnati than practice. So it's like, he wasn't lying. Like it sucks.
1: Yeah. So. He's going to get really good. Yeah. I went to Cincinnati. I think I, I said this, this was a couple of years ago. We went to go see a Cincinnati Reds game. Um, th- There was no Reds fans at the stadium. We They played the Dodgers that day. It was a sea of light blue. It was a oh, yeah. sea of light travel blue
0: well. yeah. because
1: it is the cheapest game in all of MLB has the cheapest food, the cheapest drinks and the cheapest tickets. We got three tickets. So first of all, Cincinnati kind of shoots itself in the foot. So I was like, there's no one at this game. I swear to God, there's 500 fans at this whole game. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So it's, it's you know, Dodgers and Reds. So let me go up to the ticket booth, see what we can do. So I go up to the ticket booth. I go, hey, do you got some nice tickets? Can we get behind the home plate? She's like, yeah. Uh, I was like, how many? It was fit, uh, three of us. She goes, $55. Uh, I go, perfect, perfect. She goes, each. I go, oh, timeout, timeout. <laughs> each. I go, I'm all set. So I go over. I get on my StubHub on my phone. I got us three tickets, eighth row, right behind home plate. Mm -hmm. Uh, It cost me $46 total. Oh, my God. (laughs) It is the cheapest game you could ever go to. So that was an experience. But the city just doesn't give a shit. I mean, I just can't believe they cut. And they cut to a bar during this game. I swear I went to this bar and it was like the dirtiest little bar. It was like the, the little Irish back door or something like that. It was like this terrible, it was in this alleyway. I thought I was gonna get stabbed. And I'm like, and then there's like this little door. Like there's the half, is it the half door or the half penny in Hartford? They kind of have that little half door, like the Irish, the leprechaun door.
0: Oh yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I, I went there like, like before my wedding. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it's a nice little place. It's, uh, it's an Irish pub and that's yep. a gimmick. But Chris, this place, it's not a gimmick. This place has a half door because that's all they could afford in this fucking bar. It's terrible. <laughs> so, like, and it's in the back alley, brick back alley, no lights. And I'm like, is that a bar? Is that someone's house? Am I hallucinating? Is that a troll door? What's going on? We went to this place. It was terrible. And that was the bar they showed during the game. That was like the only bar open with fans in it. It was terrible, dude.
0: <laughs> ben, I've got a quick Cincinnati thing for you. So, yeah, what do I'm you got? out there. <laughs> we're hosting an event for work, and I got all these guests, all these families there. And His dad comes up to me and says, I loved everything I heard today. I want to take you and your team out to lunch at my restaurant. All
1: right. And
0: we're like, hey, okay. And and he tells us the name, gives us directions. He's like, be there in an hour. I'll give you, you it's on me, whatever you guys want. Awesome. Drinks, lunch, the whole Yards. So I look up the restaurant like online and it's rated as the best restaurant in Cincinnati. So I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. Like he has the best restaurant.
1: This guy's balling.
0: Like he's balling and he's going to, he's going to pick up the tab for us drinks and everything drinks. It's and like lunch me in like
1: Jim Beheim, and you go to Jim Beheim's in Syracuse or something like that. You like, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, Bobby V. In Bobby V's Syracuse.
1: restaurant. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we get there and oh my God, <laughs> like, I, there have, there are Greek diners in Connecticut that are better than what we experienced.
1: Um, so it couldn't know. live up to the, like the Athenian too in Middletown, New York. Or oh my Middletown, God. No, it,
0: it wouldn't. It, I mean,
1: I the love the Athenian is, too.
0: <laughs> that, I mean, Athena is a mission star restaurant compared to, to this place. Oh. I mean, it was like, it was bad. And of course I have to lie through my teeth to this guy. Cause he had just come to this event that we we're hosting. So of course I gotta be nice to him, but, um, yeah, it was a rough. So Cincinnati, whatever,
1: you know, whatever. just you gotta work on it. I think, you know, let's be positive. It's constructive, Chris. We're going to be constructive. Right. You got to work on some stuff. I mean, I thought Pennsylvania was bad until I went to Ohio. <laughs> That's my line. And you just got to work on that shit. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, so there's my number two, buddy. Sports, man. Sports was amazing this last two weeks, man.
0: I was going to say, did you, was your third one about sports too? Uh,
1: Well, that was my that was my first, bro.
0: Gotcha. Okay. I didn't know if you, you went
1: first. St- you're, you're all jacked up. You went first, I'm all jacked baby.
0: Up. I didn't know if you wanted to stick with it. if, since we're talking about sports, but I'll well, come you keep back. It me. Rolling. Keep me keep me so Ben, yeah. um, I have gotten back into video games and <sighs> all right, yeah. let's
1: do this. Let's do this. So
0: okay. I, I bought myself a, a Xbox digital series. I guess it's called the digital box series so like,
1: X series. S? Yes. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think
0: so. So it's like for those folks who don't know, instead of, um, Buying cartridges, you just download the video games online into right. your console. So, makes it so much easier for me because I travel a lot. So it's like perfect. I just throw this thing in my bag and go. um But I haven't. This is the, my first new video game console since Xbox 360. Like, mm-hmm. I have not gotten an Xbox One since it came out. So and that was like what almost ten years ago. So <laughs> it's like it's been a while. Um, but I, I started downloading all these games some of the new call of duties are great. Like yeah. uh, a couple other things were, are really good, but the one game that I downloaded that I've been hesitant to play. And I'll tell you why in a little bit is the walking dead. Um, choose your own adventure
1: game. Okay. The RPG you choose your, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Have You seen this game? Oh, I played, I played a little bit of it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ben, you know, me, uh, I love, I love me a zombie. Yeah. Um, it's also my number one fear. It's yeah. like, heights terrible. and zombies
1: like yeah. neck and neck well that's that's what makes me want to watch all these movies just in case there's some kind of cheat code to zombies i'm like all right i gotta exactly. watch this horrible movie that's straight to vhs because maybe they unlocked how to kill these fucking things
0: <laughs> but i mean what i love about this game and, and folks if you haven't seen this game what it basically is is a uh kind of a video game novelization if you it's will great. It of, is
1: great.
0: of the actual graphic novels so
1: and it's, it's free not, right
0: uh, yes it's free yeah and you can just download updates and, and chapters and things like that and for those of you who are familiar with the tv show it is not based on the tv show so you're not playing as rick grimes like none of those characters are there uh, it's the characters from the
1: comic book yep
0: ben i gotta tell you this game scares the shit out of me
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like i'm playing it i'm i'm picking like okay do i want to go left or right do i want to do I want to you know get in this car? What, what do I want? To, do I want to talk to this guy? And then out of nowhere, like a zombie comes out of comes out of nowhere. You're like, oh my you're god, dead. And, yeah, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is terrifying. And I I can't play the game at night. I've decided that. <laughs> um, I can only play it during the daytime when I'm about to go out and do things with people. So, like, like if, if I I can't I can't do it at like the end of my day when I'm sitting in you know my house or my hotel room by myself, because I'm just like, that's my mind's going to start wandering and I'm going to start thinking things. and I'm gonna start freaking myself out. So I love it. I love the fact that I'm freaked out playing a video game. And I, it kind of makes me say to myself, you know, you and I love the horror genre. Yep. And, um, are there any video games that you play uh, or have played that really just scare the bejesus out of you?
1: Well. Uh... Oh, all right. We're, I'm going to ask your first question. Yeah. Uh, you remember how uh, you can get those little like attachments where you put your phone in your eyes, like the VR headset things? Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever played any of those fucking things where you're trapped in a haunted I, house or something? Or I, oh,
0: did, I did once. Yeah. Good. lord. I God. did
1: once for like tw- 12 seconds. And I like you're I was trapped in a garage and like this, like the girl <laughs> from the ring jumps at you. I was like, all right, I'm done with this. Like my heart started racing. I was like, I almost jumped out a window. Like, I'm out. Thank you. Yeah, you know those TikToks where the guy takes a bat and, like, smashes a TV because he thinks, like, the thing's coming at him or whatever, <laughs> the Oculus ones? Like, that was me. I was like, I can't play these games. I'm going to die. <laughs> um, like so that's the one. But, Chris, you know what game you got to play? I, and I know you haven't owned something since the 360. And maybe you played the originals, but you can get these games for almost free. Um, you ever played Dead Island? No. There's Dead Island and Dead Island Riptide. And so what they did is they were for Xbox or 360 or um, 360 or one. um, And they remastered them recently. And I think you can get them both for like 10 bucks, you know, to download. They are a first-person zombie. You're you're trapped in an island. You got like a little resort. And you got to venture out the resort to get like supplies. There's a couple other survivors. You got to get some gasoline. You got to get some bats. You got to drive in a truck. And you got to – oh, my God, Chris. You will have so much fun playing that game. Like – the game is. I'm looking up right now. It came out in 2011. The game is still one of my favorite horror zombie games because I can. You could sit there and play. So, and then you have these workshop tables where you make your own weapons. Like you can have a flaming spike bat. You can have like electro oh sword. It's so much fun. And then of course you run into like super puffed up zombies that are all mutated and stuff. You got to take them down. Wick, high recommendation, Chris. Dead Island.
0: Nice. Okay. There you yeah. go. I mean, you. Remember, and then, uh, um, go ahead.
1: Yo. Oh. And then also, Chris, did you download the Fortnite?
0: Uh, no, not yet. Not yet.
1: It really lives up to the hype. You're gonna be sucked in. It's my kid loves it. I love it. That's great. And then also another game that you have to get is Rocket League.
0: Okay, good to know.
1: It's just soccer with cars. It seems very simple, but the gameplay. It, you know, I've I've come to notice like it's not about like what type of genre you have there. It's all about the gameplay itself.
0: Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. you
1: have great game mechanics, great gameplay, I think that like equals just hours of play. So me and the kid always play like Rocket League and stuff like that. We love it. So and those are free to play. So I highly highly recommend all those games.
0: Good to know. Good to. And I if, mean, the good news is, I mean, if you're if you're someone who loves to be scared, um, there's a market for you out in video game land. Um, yeah. You know, one of the one of the first games that scared the bejesus out of me playing it was the first silent hill game movie. Oh or, yeah. Game. Oh like, yeah, it really got to me. I was just like, "Oh my god." So, um yeah, so it's just yeah, there's just there's a lot of stuff out there which I think is um fantastic if you're just one of those people that just wants to to be scared. But um Dead Island just a real quick um probably had one of the greatest commercials I've ever seen for a video yep. game. I yep. still remember that commercial. Um <laughs> family on vacation and it's they they do it in reverse. So what you're seeing is like, basically the family getting eaten, yep, by zombies, yeah. And then it just keeps going backwards and backwards to um, this family checking into the hotel, and you're just like,
1: oh, like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> look, yeah, you look for the definitive edition. They redid all the graphics. It looks awesome.
0: Nice. I gotta take a look at that. I gotta take yep. a look at that. So, good stuff, man. All right, what else you got?
1: All right, Chris, let's 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 um, let's flip back to sports. Okay. You ready? Something we need to talk about. Something that I actually still can't believe happened is big poppy. David Ortiz inducted is going to be inducted to the hall of fame, Chris. Yep. Um, so when he was announced, I knew all these, you know, these people with, you know, drinking the hater raid, we're going to screw this all up. And, you know, speaking of moments in sports, you know, where Tom Brady has these moments, big poppy has these moments. Mm -hmm. Um, and there are clips that came out MLB or like official clips on YouTube since they announced this. And even as a Sox fan watching all this stuff, you still forget how many great moments there are. Oh my God! Yeah. And one thing I totally forgot when I was I was reading a couple articles on this: how off the chain he was in the 2013 playoffs. Um, he like batted like five something like he he won us like single handedly like in those playoffs he won us like seven games like literally won us the games like his runs either were walk-offs or took the lead in the seventh eighth or nine inning it's something crazy it was like such a crazy stat and he was just so crazy and jacked up he he has the most um home runs in in a Red Sox season with 55 or something like that. Just mm-hmm. and that was in 2013. Like he was at the end of his career like or getting there. It was just insanity, Chris. And like and so when he came up for a ballot, I didn't even pay attention to the votes because I knew like all these Yankee fans and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, here we go. Here, we, Oh, Moriano Rivera, freaking Jeter get in. But, you know, they're not going to let Poppy in. And when it was announced. I kind of didn't believe my dad. Like I got these texts over the phone. I forget what we were doing. And I didn't even respond. I was like, yeah, right. And I even noticed what he was like kind of saying that read his text. I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) he got in. It kind of like blew me away. Um, But Chris, the reason why I bring this up, you know how you were talking about um, how you're going to be at the Super Bowl in a couple of years. I'm going to knock something off my bucket list. And for my bachelor party this year, we're going to the induction ceremony in Cooperstown. Oh nice. And I know you're down south, but I have invited you to said bachelor party, so just putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> July twenty ninth, buddy. July twenty ninth. Good to know. We're renting okay. a house 20 miles away. We're gonna do it. Um, 20 minutes away, 20 minutes away. So we're gonna be there. So rock and roll, dude. Rock and roll. I can't wait. Um, but Chris, what what are some of your favorite big poppy moments?
0: Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, let me just address the controversy. Yeah, into uh, the haters out there. Yeah, um, his name his name appeared on one report that was never supposed to be made public, and we still have no idea how it ever came. Like that information came out, and years later, um, the commissioner himself said, "Yeah, that list was bogus. Like, uh, you know, there was no validity in that." And by the way, uh, Poppy passed every single drug test he's ever taken. So. This this whole thing that he was a cheater and all this stuff, stop it, stop it. There was never any proof. Um, his name, like I said, his name appeared on a report, and that was it. Um,
1: you know what, Chris, and and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you there. Like you know what actually saves Poppy, and I and the reason why I think he got in is, and this might be just me. I don't know if I've ever heard this before. This might be a Ben froley original hot take coming up. Um, okay. I just think the reason why he got in is because of his body shape. He's shaped like Babe Ruth. Like he's shaped like someone that eats that. I mean, he works out. He's an athlete and stuff, but he's not Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire. You know what I mean? He's not like mm-hmm. ripped to shit looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He looks like a big guy that can swing the bat fast and just crank it out of the park. Like he just looks like that dude. He just looks oh, like yeah. a big, big bear, dude. And he's just, that's, that's poppy. I, I I think that plays a big part of it.
0: I mean, we talked about the greatest team sports athletes of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's top 10 in my book. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, went four.
1: just four
0: World Series, um, yeah, in historic fashion. Like, come on now. In his, I think, I think it was 2013. Um, I don't know the exact number, but um, his OPS in the postseason, I think the number two guy was like 750. I, I these numbers, I don't know these numbers all the time, yet, but it's like, let's say the number two guy was like 750, his OPS was like 1300. I mean, it was, it was. It it was preposterous how good he was in two thousand thirteen, um, and then you know it's like I, I start with two thousand four. I mean, th- this was a guy that came to the Red Sox. We knew he had power, um, but I had no idea his, his his clutch ability. And you know, after that, no. that first home run in game four, um, you know, you could get a sense that his confidence started to kind of go up, mm-hmm. and. Once it got up to that point where it's like You beat the Yankees in 2004 The, the World Series is almost like An afterthought at that point <laughs> yeah. um, You know His confidence never wavered After that I mean he you know he had Some down years after that don't You know don't get me wrong but right um, <clears throat> You never you never got A sense that he he didn't any, any type anytime he stepped up to The plate he you Could see that he thought he was the best hitter in the In the game and Um, I, I, you know, with the exception of a couple guys out there, um, the, these guys who are so important to that one city, um, don't come around often, you know, Jeter with New York. Right. That's, that's, that's that.
1: Well, they don't come around often anymore. You know, this is like, I mean, and probably will never again. I mean, people just get, even if a Mookie bets can get traded, then anyone can get traded.
0: Right. You know, and like
1: that was like kind of my last hope. I was like, we're going to keep Xander and Mookie forever and live or die by the sword. It's not about the tickets. It's not about the wins. I. It's about fans going to see a good game. I guess not because we're just going to trade everyone.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, ben, I just want to, I just want, I'm looking, I pulled up his. Me too. Stats.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just so, looking. So like right here, uh, his slugging percentage in 20 years is 552. And you know what was you know what was crazy what was shocking his batting average is two eighty six and which doesn't seem like a lot, but for a big man who probably should strike out a bunch, he was a hitter too. He's not just swinging for the fences. you know, that's what happens with yeah. these home run guys like a, um, uh, who's the guy uh, a Cruz uh, for uh, Texas Rangers? Um, oh, God Nelson Cruz Nelson Cruz. you know that guy. Even in his later career, the guy can hit some home runs. You like, oh shit! Like you get him on your fancy team, like on a bye week or so. Like stream him on a fancy. You're like, Nelson Cruz got me three home runs this week, rock and roll. But the guy strikes out like just, like ten times a week. It's like you got to watch out for that stuff. But Poppy man, he would hit a double. He would bloop in a single. And then towards the end of his career, my man got skinny and he started legging out. I remember he legged out a triple. Uh, he legged out a triple in his like last year. It was pretty or a couple at least. He liked that one triple in 2016. Unbelievable.
0: Ben, I'm going to give you, I'm just going to give you stats real quick. 2007, when they won the World Series, uh, yeah. this was his batting averages in the divisional series, the championship series, and then the World Series. Ready?
1: Oh, I didn't get that. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. ALDS, 714.
0: Oh. ALCS, 292. Two, World Series, th- 333. 333. His OPS in the divisional series, um was 2.418 <laughs>
1: it's just ridiculous jesus um,
0: and his final season uh 2016 you know the guy's 40 years old um he hits first of all he hits for 315 number 1 hits 30, 38 home runs and 127 RBIs leads leads the league in RBIs like in his final season at the age of 40 like crazy yep. Crazy, 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 crazy. But, um, I was glad to see him get on the first ballot. I think it was shameful that he got on the first ballot or got in with like seventy-seven percent of the vote. Like that's, mm-hmm. he should have been. I mean, that's that's just that's just guys being stupid. And I, the baseball writers' association are the dumbest collection of of people on the face of the planet.
1: Um, you know, uh, Rich Eisen had Bob Costas on. Um, I was I was watching a couple clips on YouTube and you know Rich Eisen was like how about this? How about you let, you know Maguire Sosa Clemens in but at the bottom of their plaque there's a the big old asterisk that said played during the steroid era. So yeah. everyone's kind of happy. You know what I mean? Everyone those guys get an asterisk if they don't want to come to the ceremony. So be it if they're upset about it, but they're in and they can it, move on a, with their life or something like it's that. Was, it's not a bad it's not a bad kind of thing. He's like you can't ignore that part of baseball history. You can't just say it didn't happen. You're so it was, it was an years. interesting kind of take, right?
0: You're talking, you're talking about two decades, the nineties and early two thousands. Um,
1: right. right. That we know about that we know about. Right.
0: Um, cause there's the early
1: eighties where like, you know, 80s? look at the wrestlers in WWF. I mean, <laughs>
0: well, it was legal back then. It was legal. Right. So it's like everybody was doing it. Cause you could, you could, um, And the problem was, is that, you know, we're talking about a museum and you're, you know, you can't tell the story of baseball without talking about this 20 or more year gap that everybody in the game, I don't care if you were a pitcher or, or or hitter was doing something to get an edge.
1: And yeah, now we're finding out about the spin rate on balls too. Right. And substances there too. So it's like
0: if everybody's doing it, if you're the best, you know, it's like if you're the best among a, an entire group of people that were doing it, you're still the best. Like, right. you know. Now, don't get me wrong, guys like guys like Barry Bonds, who were, you know, assholes throughout right. the entire process. Like, that's different. But guys like Clemens, you know, guys like McGuire, who just kind of shut up and did their thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: they were juicing. Don't get me wrong, but they were they were you know humble and nice about it. Um
1: it's true. I, yeah, I mean, there, I mean, isn't Maguire still like a a, a team captain somewhere too? Is he on yeah, St. Louis? He's a hitting coach.
0: Yeah, he's yeah a hitting, hitting coach. coach. I mean I mean, if you look at him now, it looks like he's he looks like a deflated balloon. Right. <laughs> Same thing with Bonds. And Sosa, but, right. And Sosa, well, Sosa's, you know, has a skin condition. And he's white.
1: Yeah. I, I, yeah, whatever's going on. Yeah, I don't know. So,
0: I don't know if that's steroid tied or not, but like, no,
1: no, that's, that's him doing maybe That's a choice. That's a choice, I guess.
0: Oh, yeah. okay. Didn't didn't know. That. Yeah. Um,
1: I, I don't know how, how much we can comment on that without yeah. getting offensive. Well,
0: let's, let's move on. Uh, um, we're
1: just going to move on. Let's, let's just, move just say,
0: <laughs> let's just say he looks different. Um, But like, he looks
1: different. It's a choice.
0: Yeah. Like I just, if, if they were doing, if, if everybody was doing it back then, these guys still should get elected because they're the best at what they did, you know?
1: What going to do? I mean, it's an interesting take. I mean, we could just move on and then get out of here. But, Chris, no, I am going to the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. We're going. Oh, we're renting a house. I love it's it. It's going to be tons of fun. Uh, it's kind of like a notch off my bucket list. And I can't wait, dude.
0: I've never been. So this is awesome. Yeah. Can't wait. This is awesome. Great job. Um, All right. For my number three this week, Ben, tonight, again, February 1st. Um, yep. Not not a lot to talk about with Broadway because I mean, Omicron has basically killed the industry and.
1: So yeah, um, what's the status of Broadway at this point? So there's
0: there's forty one theaters. I I want I want to quiz you real quick.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Forty one theaters, uh, in New York City right now that are off Broadway and Broadway houses. Okay. How many shows do you think are running right now? Go,
1: twenty and go half.
0: Oh my God, nineteen. I, I, hey, hey. There you go. Nineteen there are 19 shows that are running um, in New York City right now, um, which is the lowest it's ever been since the Great Depression, by the wow. way. Percentage wise. No, there right. weren't there weren't forty one theaters back then. But
1: there's probably um, a billion theaters, right? Yeah. <laughs> there's probably like um, a billion, on, there was probably a theater on each street. Like, cause you could do like vaudeville. You could do the, right the, the sweet, sweet jazz. You could do big band. You could do swing. You could do bebop. Oh my God. There must've been and in the
0: seventies. Oh. We're talking about much different theaters um, at the time, but, uh, um <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Dirty scummy. Oh, dude, time dude, square. you know, it was, you know, it was awesome on Netflix. The Times square killer. I love anything about the seventies and just about that time. It's just so sleazy and awesome. I love it. <laughs> um anyway anyway
0: so yeah so there's less than half the theaters are occupying um are are right now which is the lowest it's ever been um and it's only going to get lower uh i don't don't think there's going to be more shows opening now they're saying in the spring there's going to be more shows coming but i doubt it anyway tonight february 1st a brand new show is opening in new york city on broadway uh it is mj the musical uh based on the life of michael jackson so michael jackson
1: Oh, they finally th- opened that? Whoa. Finally opened it. It's
0: actually happening. After two and a half years of planning and delaying and all this crap, um, it is finally opening on Broadway. And um, the fan reviews have been off the charts. Everybody seems to love this thing. And they're what? like, oh my God, this is incredible. What? Um, yeah. Um, and then there's, then there's people like me and others who are saying, eh, I, it's not my cup of tea. And I'm not going to see it. Um, yeah,
1: I was hoping that you meant Michael Jordan or Magic Johnson. I was hoping <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "MJ the musical, all right, all right." Let's see, the game seven. The shot. I mean, there all is right,
0: there shot. is a Magic and Bird play that was, that was right. off Broadway for a while. That was actually very really good.
1: Um, all right,
0: but that's what um, I was hoping
1: you were going to say.
0: Yeah, no, no, I wish. Uh, but oh. no, this is uh, it is basically takes place during uh, three days. Uh, Before Michael Jackson takes off on his dangerous tour back in 1992, Um, coincidentally a year before his first child molestation allegations uh, surface, I
1: was just going to say.
0: Does this musical touch on any of that? Of course not.
1: No. Um, No, of course. Now,
0: does the musical apparently portray him as an imperfect human being? Sure. Sure. All right. Like, I think you know. One, I read a review where it's like, oh yeah, at one point they, they. They show how demanding he was, and 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 all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, oh. yeah, oh yeah, it's really, really rolling the dice on his legacy. Let man. me uh, uh,
1: let me tell you another demanding person, uh, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> th- does it mean demanding like that? Ugh, Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> anyway, um <Terrible. laughs> The the thing I wanted to mention was
1: <laughs> sorry, the hot take.
0: <laughs> The hot takes, I love it. Here's yeah. the thing, I put a I put out a tweet the other day where I basically said, how can we as a theater community, reconcile the fact that we're trying to get this industry to take a stronger stance and firmer actions Right. when it comes to issues surrounding sexual abuse. And yet we're, we, this industry is literally like rolling out the red carpet for a musical that's based on the most famous person ever to be accused of it. Um, and, um, and we st- multiple times, by the way, and yeah, Here's the problem. Um, uh, and I, I I knew what I was getting into when I put this tweet up because I'd seen happen many many times before. There are groups of people, Michael Jackson fans, typically that are tied to hashtags like MJ Fam or MJ oh. is innocent and all this oh. other stuff. Um, Ben, let me put it this way: there are like if I had to rank the most organized, fanatical, off-the-reservation, insane group of of people number three are nra supporters yeah. Yeah. number two are the trumpers and conspiracy theorists all these the other QAnon guys, people, QAnon yeah, guys. Yeah. number one are michael jackson defenders oh no. they are the most insane bunch of people i've ever seen and you I, you know what it's
1: interesting it's interesting you say that because on jimmy kimmel today they interviewed a woman at the trump rally in arizona and she said that when trump now, she's she's the, the top of all your heap because, you know, she likes the NRA. She's at a Trump rally. She said when Trump runs again or wins again, Michael Jackson's going to play his inauguration. That's what she Cause said.
0: Because she, she thinks he's alive. Yes. Oh, my God. It's like the perfect storm of human being. <laughs> it's like that's like a unicorn. You got to gotta find that woman. Um,
1: <laughs> you know, like it, Joe Burrow didn't have anything to do in Cincinnati. <laughs> That woman has nothing to do in Arizona except for believe that Michael Jackson's alive, going to play Trump's inauguration.
0: I mean, these if you if you just want to do something like a scary deep dive. Oh, like what? I want to end up on a
1: list. What am I looking at? If you want to
0: like go on a scary like wormhole, just look at this. Go on Twitter and just put the hashtag MJ is innocent and then just
1: scroll down. No, you know what's going to happen it's fucking Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt are going to knock on my door. They're going to think I'm the guy from seven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I'm here to see uh so I'm going to Me, jump out the window.
0: <laughs> you were sitting in the back seat of a cop car, um, going out to the desert. Um, again, these I people are crazy that. now. Granted, I, you know, there are facts like, was he convicted of anything? No. Um, did he settle out of court with one of his accusers who then decided not to cooperate with the criminal investigation? Yes. Uh, pay did that did Michael Jackson pay that that family 15 million dollars in 1993 so think about 15 million dollars in 1993 probably double you know probably 30 now um yes rotten. so just rotten dude um
1: yeah do you, like I mean you uh, as a theater blog owner and you know what uh you know uh, editor and stuff like that I mean you have many stories that and you know I'm very proud of you you know I'm proud to be your friend, first of all, and I'm proud to like be oh, okay. representing representing the blog, of course, because you come out and, you know, what, Chris, yes, you know, the Me Too movement happened. And there was a lot of kind of side stories like, you know, it was a big trending thing. And there was a probably a lot of people that were thrown on the bus that shouldn't have been or kind of blown out of proportion, but not the, the onstage blog. Was hitting some pretty hardcore things, like mm. Ben Vereen things, like really nasty mm. stuff. Like, and it's like this guy's still working in the industry. Like, what is going on? Now, Chris, let me paint you a picture, okay? As someone that has done backstage and onstage stuff in theater, imagine, imagine you're starting off in Broadway, right? You get out of theater school, you're like, sweet, gonna gonna apply for this job. Boom. You get like, you know, you you get tech crew in one of the little theaters off-Broadway. Like, Sweet mm-hmm. man. Mom and dad, I made it. You you never thought this would happen. And you're like, I'm so proud of you. Great gig. Yeah. You're like, fuck it. On Broadway, you get like your shitty studio apartment. I, I made it. Here we go. I'm bartending. I'm doing this. And all of a sudden, you're working on the MJ musical. Mm. There is no joking around backstage. There is no little side jokes there's no like texting everyone can you believe that we're doing this because you're fired that day you know you're fired that day if you make like a side comment like this is fucked up we're doing this you're out you're out on your ass so like i feel bad for those people that this is their only gig you know the the stars and the backstage it's like but at some point man you gotta not sell your soul for money
0: (laughs) Well, it's it's again. I I try not to ever blame the cast unless right, unless course. a cast member is outspoken and is like, yeah, fuck all these people that don't like MJ, blah blah blah.
1: Um, hey, wait wait, do you say Michael Jackson?
0: Michael Jackson. I'm MJ sorry, it's right.
1: Michael Jordan. Yeah, MJ or or Magic Johnson. You know.
0: <laughs> you're hundred percent right. You're hundred percent right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it's just all, all those people, but like. None of the cast members are doing that. So that's that's a good thing. All right, that's like, good. But so they're
1: it. in that position I was just talking about. They're like, Yeah, this is fucked up, but I need this on my resume. Or man, you don't need this on your resume. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a terrible thing to have on your resume. But that's the
0: thing. It's like you you guys willingly audition for the show. No one held a gun to your head, said, Oh, <laughs> like I have to go audition for the MJ musical. Like, you know, no one's saying that. Um so, yeah, I just, I, I don't feel good about the show. Now, the reason why people are like, I did an interview with a website called Market Watch. And okay. um, they're kind of like the financial subsection of the, the Wall Street Journal. And the interviewer asked me, he's like, why don't you think that people have been like outside picketing the show? Oh, good and question. I and said, I said to him, I was like, well, first of all, it's January. Um it's wintertime, New
1: York City. It's been cold in as City. balls, right? Yeah, it's
0: fucking cold. No one's gonna come <laughs> right. and fucking <laughs> right. picket line.
1: Right. Like this yeah. is opening up. I April. mean, I, I, there better be people getting murdered inside if now a picketing in zero degree it, weather. It, it,
0: we're in the middle of a pandemic, and it's January. No one's yeah, going outside. To
1: pandemic anything. too. Right. No one wants yeah, to get so. sick. No one's. No one wants to get sick from the cold and get sick from the omicron. That would suck. Right. Double flu. Just a just a
0: protest. Come on now. Um. And the other reason is, is that I don't I think because of Omicron, I don't think anybody's like, ah, like we could we could like protest this show, but it's probably going to close in a week anyway. <laughs> so
1: it's like, true. It's
0: like, true. what's the point? And I think I, I just very bluntly told him that. And of course, he didn't put any of that in the article. Like he took I, I talked to the guy for like 20 minutes. He ended up putting like two sentences of what I said.
1: Damn it. Uh,
0: in there. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I give you some good stuff, too. Um. But, uh but yeah, no, it, it's, again, I, I think people with Michael Jackson, um, there are, it's, it is ambiguous enough where you can have debate on both sides, but the defenders, crazy as they are, and I'm calling them, cra- you know me, I don't like to make fun of people that have mental issues, except in this case.
1: No, you're, don't, don't say that they have mental issues because that makes fun of people that have mental issues. These people you, no, are doing right. this on purpose. They're, they're, hundred. You're they are totally yeah. sane. Like these people are totally sane and saying stuff. They're more, uh, what do you call they're just, it? They're, uh, um, they're, they're defiant. <laughs> they're, they're, they're like, defiant. uh, not defiant. Like they're argumentative. You know, those people that are like, you, you just, you could say like, Oh, I love blue skies. And like, no blue skies are dumb. Like,
0: <laughs> you know, you're 100%
1: just, they just right. love to be like, you know, on the opposite of everything. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so contrarians. Um,
1: yeah, contra- thank you. Yeah.
0: Screw those people. So if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> screw you. Get a life. Um, MJ is dead. He probably – either he was a monster or um, at the at the most he was a heinous monster and did terrible things to yeah. children. At, at best, he's someone who freely admitted to doing things that were highly inappropriate with kids, like inviting kids to have sleepovers
1: in his bed with him like neighbors, kids that don't like at, as he's on tons of narcotics. Yeah. Now I don't know if you've ever been on narcotics, but you don't know where you are, where you're at. You know what I mean? Like you, you're blackout. So that's best case that he's blackout right. doing inappropriate things with little kids. That's best case. So
0: that's the be- And that's the best. <laughs>
1: that's the best case. <laughs> that's the best case that he's on hardcore narcotics that like, no, you, he died. I mean, he died from it. no human could live through. And he's hanging out with little kids with sleepovers and paying his parents to go their parents to go to Hawaii or some shit. That's best case scenario.
0: Best case scenario. So anyway, <laughs> to those people get a life. Yeah. Get a job.
1: Move out of Arizona.
0: Um, move out of Arizona. Yeah. yeah. Find find a different celebrity to to get behind. Cause this you're you're back in the wrong horse, my friend.
1: What uh so, is there like a, a past or current celebrity that doesn't have enough fans? Can we send? Well, we don't want to send these people that they way. These people, like,
0: uh, <laughs> Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz in Texas. Like, you guys Ted go Cruz for-
1: needs some fans. You guys need some fans. All the MJ fans can go hang out with Ted Cruz. Go to Cancun.
0: Makes that way. <laughs> that's perfect that's perfect. all <laughs> right i could go on for an hour about this but yes let's get to your number three my friend what do you got number
1: three okay number three let's bring it back so we got a lot of sports in let's go back to uh entertainment other forms of entertainment now chris um what i wanted to bring up so last week or last time we had the pod i, I did the good bad and the ugly and my bad was the state of movies current state of movies go um ahead. and because there's the whole requel thing actually someone was just texting me my um future brother-in-law, Ryan, he was just texting me. He was like, uh, do you think since pandemic movies have just gone downhill? I don't know what he was watching the, to randomly text me that I don't know where This is right before we went on air. And I'm like, yeah, bro. I was like me and Chris last time we talked about requels. And he's like, what's that? I was like, it's not a sequel. It's not a remake. It's a little bit of both. He's like, Oh no. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's what's coming out and everyone's watching them. It's terrible. Oh, yeah. oh. anyway. So Chris, I'm gonna read you the most anticipated movies of 2022, okay. And this is um, Google uh, takes like a bunch of sources, like you know Rotten Tomatoes, a bunch of sources, and just did this kind of like it's about ten. Li- uh, I, I it's about ten. Okay, you okay. ready? All right, hit me. And I'm gonna read this list, and I want to get your thoughts. Okay, so this is the most anticipated movies: Guardians of the Galaxy Three, mm-hmm. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Okay. Jurassic World Dominion, Avatar Two, Mission Impossible Seven, Okay, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, (laughs) Thor, yeah, Thor, (laughs) Love and Thunder, yeah, Mobius, yeah, Fast and the Furious, yeah, yeah, Top Gun Maverick, Uh, maybe, all right, um. So what's 50, the 50. common thread what's the common thread among all those movies
0: <laughs> sequels sequels or equals my friend every single one dude and,
1: and i one. think I, I and i'm gonna just put it out there that half of those are gonna be that requel stuff oh yeah like i have a sense that that's a trend in screenwriting it's like oh this is like, oh, I see that now now that scream movie that I was talking about, that just made like a hundred million dollars at the box office, which means every script on everyone's desk, there's like, you know what? This this script right here has the same kind of shit. They took old IP, they, they have a hot new cast. They got you got Keanu Reeves from 20 years ago. Yeah. Here we go. We're off to the races. Cash grab. It's all a cash grab. And they don't realize the long play. You know, the long play is. Yes, people go to the theater, but then people will walk out of that theater and go, that movie sucked, I'm never going to see another one of those. And that's what's going on. Um Chris, it doesn't seem good. It just doesn't mm. Now there's a couple other movies that are coming out. Um I just saw like a um freaking um preview for uh, Death Death on the Nile, which oh, is an gosh. Agatha yeah. Ag- Agatha Christie movie? Yep. Right? That was good. Technically,
0: technically I guess you could call it a sequel to I guess murder on Orient express.
1: Yeah. But it's, um, anthology. It's like story. James. Bond. Yeah, anthology. yeah. Exactly. Thank yeah. yeah. You. So like, at least that one was like one of the ones that wasn't a sequel, I guess. Like, yes, mm-hmm. it's the same character, but, um, I'll watch that. That looked good. Um, but other than that, man, I got nothing on the horizon. I got nothing planned. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of TV that's coming out that I'm excited. Speaking of Lakers, we got that Lakers show coming out on on uh, HBO that looks. John C. Reilly looks amazing in that, by the way. Amazing! It's that's an Adam McKay show that looks yep. so crazy. If if it's not good, it's gonna be the craziest show ever. I, I like at least we're gonna get the craziest thing I've ever committed to film. I am mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm anticipating it being good. <laughs> but Chris, any movies that you're you've heard about that you're excited for? Anything? No,
0: no actually, I, like some of those you know, because of the pandemic have been delayed for like a year. Like Mobius was supposed to come out like last year got delayed and then Spider-Man comes out and they delayed again until April.
1: Yeah. Because that, Um, that trailer looks terrible. Oh God, it was terrible.
0: Um, (laughs) so, and the the other problem that I have with that list that you just read off was like hardly any of them are like the final installments. Like, Mm -mm. Like that's like there's gonna be another like they're already planning the final fast movie so the whatever what, F nine, yeah, um, that is um, that's not gonna be the final one. They're gonna stop
1: at ten apparently. No no um, F ten. They're gonna stop at eleven. Oh,
0: they're, gonna stop. <laughs> they're gonna turn. to they're, they're gonna turn it to eleven. Um, <laughs>
1: no, let me stop. <laughs> oh
0: God, um, like yeah, like just none of them. None of them are like the final chapter. Um and I yeah, I'm just not really excited for any of these. Like no, you know, I know Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is gonna be great because I trust James Gunn with everything, like whatever he does.
1: Yeah, I'm all in. Like Peacemaker, he's gonna make it at least original. Like it could be called like turd the musical, and I'll be like, I gotta right. go see that. I gotta check it out.
0: <laughs> like, have you watched Peacemaker on HBO Max?
1: I have not yet, but I hear it's freaking oh. amazing. Yeah,
0: it's it's James Gunn is his finest. It's, yep. it's, it's James Gunn and his finest. That's bullshit.
1: And That's <laughs> bullshit. Cause it's Romeo and Juliet. You know, it's Romeo and Juliet, Chris. Do you remember <laughs> do when I showed, do you remember when I showed the Shakespeare's apprentices, that movie?
0: <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know what to do. <laughs>
1: they didn't, uh, they're like, I was like, Oh, you know what my favorite Shakespeare movie is? They're like, Oh, the Kenneth Branagh? I was like, no, dude, it's Romeo and Juliet. And they're like, what's Romeo and Juliet? You guys come on over have a couple beers. We're going to check out Tromeo and Julia, And I can't believe they stayed for the whole thing. I can't believe I made those people. And I think they're still traumatized. They're probably in a mental ward somewhere. Just like shaking. I liked it though.
0: I think, yeah, you know, I'll mention him. Uh, I think, I think John Bradshaw was into it. I think he was
1: John he was Bradshaw. Good. Yeah. John Bradshaw had a good sense of humor on his hands. He, he was funny. And then Erica was there. Of course, the Stetsels, they didn't know what to do. Uh, and then <laughs> I think I traumatized a lot of people, but Hey, Who's laughing now? Who's laughing now?
0: James Gunn. Because
1: James, James Gunn. Like oh, I, oh, look at Ben Affleck. He knew something. <laughs> I this love is it. 2001, Chris. <laughs> called my shot. That's babe Ruth shit. That's called my shot. Called your shot. <laughs>
0: um, I love it. I love it. So again, like I, I yeah, I'm just not I'm not excited. And if I if I am excited to see a movie, I'm gonna wait for it to come out on yeah. like, streaming.
1: Like, that's that's it. Like that's it. You know what we noticed, Chris, is the movies that we went to go see this year were the smaller indie, this might win an Oscar movie. That's Those are the ones yeah. we went to the, to the theater to go see because we have a dope little theater, the Rome Little Theater that I always talk about in here. It's awesome. The Capitol Theater is great. Mm-hmm. So we'll go see those movies, you know, like the Werewolves Within, like the kind of little mm-hmm. indie movies. I was like, mm-hmm. I had to go see that great flick. I was like, that was awesome. Great experience. And – You know, but other than that, I'm like, I can wait for that. I'll wait for HBO max. I'll wait for this. And maybe that's what they want. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not for me. Um, and it's like, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, if like, if I'm going to see, like, I went to go see two, two movies in the theaters in, in all of 2021, all of 2021, I went to go see, and they were like almost back to back weeks. I went to go see West side story. Yep. Um, and I went to go see Spider Man. and, um spider-man i had to be i had to be in a theater with a bunch of people watching them because mm-hmm, i knew it was mm-hmm. going to be an event and it was It was everything i wanted West Side story was just more of like an indulgence um but that was it and like every like yeah. even like you know i'm one of the biggest uh, okay i'm self self-proclaimed uh one of the biggest ghostbusters fans out there i literally waited for ghostbusters afterlife to come out on streaming before i even watched it yep and um and you were glad
1: you did probably <laughs> i'm glad I my god i'm glad i did
0: um so angry! Oh,
1: that's terrible. Um, okay, I'm gonna do a podcast. So, Chris, to
0: myself um, about that movie.
1: So, Chris, that was kind of like a yeah, just by yourself, just you locked in a room somewhere, just talking to yourself. Uh, so um, before we get into YouTube, and I know that was our last story. Yeah. Um, what do you call it? Like, not a redaction, uh, to like an article, but like, what do you call it when you have like a piece about a piece you did last time? Like, what is it? A redaction? Ret- retread. Um, Ret- retraction.
0: Well, that means if yeah. I'm taking something back, like I'm correcting something.
1: No, I'm not correcting something. I, I I need to answer a question you had for me last week. Oh,
0: okay. So like a, a, a redo? Like a yeah,
1: like, like a redux. Okay, you ready? Okay, so, go ahead. Um, Hit me. Yeah. So last time we potted, you talk, we talked about Yellowstone in 1883. <laughs> yeah. So you remember your question to me was like, how come like most right wing people like Yellowstone? mm mm-hmm. um, So I finished season two last night with Katie. Okay. And I kind of have the answer to your question. I think oh, I have okay. the answer to your question. Cause so,
0: I, I just finished episode two. So I'm way behind you guys.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, and this is, this is totally spoiler free. So if you're listening, I'm not going to spoil anything in the show. Um, but, um, so, oh, so you finished episode two. Yeah. What do you think so far?
0: Uh, it's Midwestern Sopranos.
1: Okay. Yes. Okay. Great. <laughs> um, so, um, Kevin Costner, John Dutton is his name. Um, in season two, he says some pretty conservative, not Republican, but some conservative things mm-hmm. in the show. And then I, I had to Google it just to make sure, but I was pretty sure Kevin Costner is a pretty liberal Democrat. He, he votes. He, I think he campaigns from Hillary, and he, he votes for Biden. He, right. he, Hollywood guy, you know what I mean? Um. So in the show, John Dutton, who's a a, a ranch owner in Wyoming or Montana, um, Montana. Yep. Montana, um, it makes sense that he'd be a conservative Republican. So this is Costner acting. I mean, if he was a liberal Democrat, you better explain. <laughs> you got some explaining to do. You know what I mean? Like, so, um, so I think it's just him acting, but maybe people that are watching the show don't realize that. I, I don't know. So that's my take so far, but I haven't watched season three. So there you go.
0: I mean, there's a lot of guns. <laughs> a lot of guns. A lot of yeah, guns. that's
1: all I can think of. You know what I mean? It was just a lot of guns. So.
0: And by the way, um, even though we talked about him on the pod, yeah. halfway through episode one, I had no idea that was Cole
1: Hauser. Until, oh, yeah, dude.
0: <laughs> until the scene where he has with the daughter, do- like the first scene that he has with the daughter. and, and Oh, yeah. Oh, Beth? <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: what about Beth? Beth is nuts. <laughs>
0: she's nuts. I love her.
1: <laughs> Beth um, is one of the greatest characters in TV right now. Like, I, I'm just putting that out there. Beth is a great freaking character, dude. She's great.
0: But he, when he took off his hat and started talking, I was like, oh, there's Cole Hauser. Because yeah. I was kind of waiting for him. And he's he's a total badass. But that that branding scene in episode oh. one with the kid, like Jimmy. Oh, um, buddy! Like,
1: oh, I'm all, buddy!
0: I'm all about it. So, yeah,
1: Cole Hauser for me, like Costner is acting his ass off. Don't get me wrong. Beth is a great character. the The girl that's playing him is great. But man, Cole Hauser Rip is a phenomenal character, bro. And
0: she's British, by the way. Beth is British. Get the
1: fuck out of it! You know that always create That drives me nuts. Like, what the hell?
0: She played um. She was in all the Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr. Oh so, like, that's yeah. her? Yeah. Oh snap. So uh, Man. she's
1: very good. She's very great good, range but. then. Holy snap.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, no, I'm digging it. And it's got a bunch of those like that those guys in it. Like oh. the guy who plays the chief of the tribe, like he's been in a ton of stuff. A ton I mean, of
1: stuff. And then there's the guy, um Dan, uh the guy that's buying up the land that's playing golf.
0: Oh, uh, Danny Houston? I think his name is Huston. Hutchins name. or
1: Dan uh, But um, he was the he was the um head vampire in uh, 30 days of night. <laughs> 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 and he's a fan. I'm like, that's the fucking vampire. I'm like ready for him to fang out at any second.
0: He's very I'm good. ready
1: for John Dunn. to go, you get off my land. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um I I you know I've got my you know, it's interesting when you watch like the first episode of a show yeah, yeah. and they start laying eggs of like, yeah, yeah. these these guys might hook up or there's something there. And like, so don't tell me if I'm right or wrong, but I just yeah. want
1: to, I want to, okay. I want to test my poker face. Yeah. Poker my, face.
0: Yeah, Poker face. I think there's going to like romantically, something's going to happen between the governor and John Dutton. Ooh, okay. So i going to so put that out there or That's
1: a nice one.
0: the governor and John Dutton's son, Wes Bentley. Like I think there's something
1: there. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Um,
0: I think there's going to be a lot of betrayal with the with the oh. the tribe. Um,
1: this like, this show this show, Chris, is probably one of the most like if you're paranoid at all about people around you, right. I wouldn't watch this show. Like because. Like, there's a scene, like, just randomly. I'm not even spoiling it. There's just a scene. Like, there's just so much crazy stuff. Like, this guy's out to get you. He's out to shoot you. He's out to take your land. There's a random scene. And you're like, all right. Like, that crazy shit just happened. And there's a scene where a character's pumping gas. Like, just randomly pumping gas. And you're like, what could go wrong here? And, like, there's this crazy meth head that rolls up on him. He's like, hey, man, give me fucking $10. I'll slit your throat. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) does this shit just happen in Montana?
0: Probably Montana's a very dangerous... Uh, yeah,
1: I'm like, I, I, like... I've lived in big cities. There isn't that many crazy drug people running around. I was like, apparently Montana's just off the chain. So, great show, Chris. Just high intensity. But that Taylor Sheridan, man, he made that Mary Kingstown. And he is this, a bomb rider, man. I can't get enough of him.
0: I love it. I love yeah. it. Good stuff. brings man. the let's drama, go, bro. Let's go YouTube, my friend. What let's you got go
1: YouTubing, to baby.
0: What do you have?
1: All right, all right. All right, here we go. So, Chris... I think I told you right before we went on, um, you know, I love the Anderson pack. You know what I mean? He's Mm. the silk sonic guy. He does R&B. He does hip hop. He does it all. And he's a fantastic drummer. So he was with a guy named Maurice Brown, Mm -hmm. who was a trumpet player. And I said that, so it's Maurice Brown featuring Anderson Anderson pack. If you can find the full set, it's like a winter jazz set and they took it down like, between this morning and this podcast right now. So I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's streamed and they took it down. But Chris, this set was so amazing. Straight up jazz set. set. And you know what the pipes that Anderson pack has back there on the drums, but -hmm. he doesn't sing on this. It's just him just laying out the groove and the beats. So awesome. It might be my like so far. I mean, I I know it's just February 1st, but it it might be like the best concert I've seen on YouTube in a long time. It was really great. The guy plays – it's not a trumpet, this Maurice Brown. I think it's a coronet. It's the one where it looks like a trumpet, but it kind of goes up into this kind of bugle-looking thing. But mm-hmm. it has the buttons up on top, the the kind of – I don't know. And he has it on, like, an effects pedal where it echoes. That was great. So that's my first pick. And then, uh, Chris, got to check it out. You're a kid of the 90s. Look up Pearl Jam – 1993 MTV concert broadcast that never happened. It's in parentheses. It's 38 minutes. Um, it's possibly some of the best Pearl Jam you've ever seen that never aired on MTV. It looks awesome. He sounds great. It is like peak Pearl Jam. Check it out. Those are my picks for the week.
0: Nice. Nice. Very nice. um Ben, I only have one thing you should check out for my YouTube in this week. And it was actually, I have to thank my co-worker Josh. Um, for bringing this to my attention, Ben, have you heard of the channel Dude Perfect? Two different words, Dude Perfect.
1: Of course, me and the kiddo watch it all the time.
0: Oh my god, got turned on to Dude Perfect. My friend.
1: Wait, you 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 never watched it before? Never watched it. Oh, you gotta watch it with the kiddo, dude. Like this like, is I've like I've probably
0: seen their videos and just not realized it's them because they've got Yikes. like good lard. They've got a lot of them, and I yeah, I do like a lot of like these trick shot, you know, videos that you see. So i I'm, I'm sure I've probably seen. Some of them in the past, but my God, um, I went down the rabbit hole. My, my coworker watches it all the time. Um, oh yeah, having a blast. One the one that I just watched, which looked so much fun. It's the most recent one called snow sniper airsoft battle.
1: <laughs> I love those.
0: <laughs> um, I've never done an airsoft things. So I have no idea. Is it like, like pellet guns or I don't know
1: what it no, is. They're soft. Cause they, they wear the balloons on top, right?
0: Yeah, and they yeah, pop so the they balloon. wouldn't
1: hurt you. They they don't hurt you at all. Like you don't even have to wear anything. Like they just they're little like plastic BBs. They're nothing.
0: But they, you can get you can shoot them at from a far distance and get you.
1: Oh yeah, they're um, little pellets. I mean, they're like, but they wouldn't hurt you. But they got popped those balloons. It's awesome. Wow,
0: very cool. Um, so yeah, don't they just they do some really fun videos, um, like trick shot compilations, like things like that. There's like a thing with the water slide um it's just a lot of fun so if you're if you're and each video is like 10 minutes long so it's a good they're good sized videos Um uh, if you're just looking for a good time and a good rabbit hole because you know you just want to turn off your brain and be entertained for 10 minutes do that please the other thing i want to encourage people to watch um is this season's uh snl's weekend updates um i don't know what they're doing i mean you and i talked about how SNL doing all the right things. By the way, the Wolf of the Phil episode was fantastic.
1: Uh, um, fantastic. Uh, speaking of Peyton Manning, he was hilarious.
0: Hilarious. <laughs> um, they, like Weekend Update has been on fire this year. Um, I like this past weekend with Peyton Manning and then uh, Bowen and Yang and 80 Bryant and the Future
1: Trends. Future like, Trends.
0: I was dying. Um, Movie
1: posters as decor. Dude, out.
0: <laughs> Shiny Shoe.
1: <laughs> <Out>.
0: <laughs> um loved it. So they're they're doing something again. If you want to laugh at something like that. And then do not destroy.
1: Did you see the one where um was it Brad's Friend? Is that what the name of the sketch is? Where the little, <laughs> little kid, kid. <laughs> he's hanging out with a 10-year-old.
0: <laughs> but, but, not like, but not like Michael Jackson did.
1: Like <laughs> you know, let's,
0: let's, <laughs> let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's tie it, was it
1: together. So great.
0: Anyway, watch that because it was really good. So um, excellent stuff, man. This was a good episode.
1: Yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Lots of, lots of sports. Sorry for you people that aren't into sports, but we had to cover it. I mean, my we God,
0: because you can't, <laughs> yeah, bro. you can't not. So anyway, folks, you can find all this episodes in, on our, um, web at onstageblog.com, um, on the onstageblog.com podcast network you can also find these episodes on spotify and apple podcasts and google podcasts and basically anywhere you get your podcasts we are on there so definitely give us a listen give us a like Uh, it helps all the algorithms but uh ben great work my friend we'll see you next week yes uh, sir on desperately seeking entertainment